welcome to the podcast for St. Andrew's Community United Methodist Church, a loving, caring, overcoming community of faith where our mission is making disciples of Jesus Christ. friends, and welcome back to the St. Andrews Podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us for another episode, and this is exciting today. You are only hearing our voices on this, but next week, you will be seeing us live in our new podcast studio, which we are actually in this week, trying out a few things. So, DA, tell me what you think of the studio. You know what the first thing I think of oh, is... Do I want to know? <laughs> now, now, now we can't like pretend there's any secrets of who's here, because people can actually... Right. <laughs> see it if they want and so i you know i, I ran home for lunch and i used mouthwash because like, i'm gonna be late i don't have time to brush my teeth and yeah. now it's like i wonder if i got something stuck in my teeth <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing yeah, nobody can see I, us today no you're yeah, good okay, right. <laughs> you're totally good now you're making me self-conscious but, but, though. <laughs> wow this is i mean this is phenomenal yeah it, it, it is really exciting. is it's um such an exciting thing for our church it's mm-hmm. such an exciting what I hope becomes venture and how we help mm-hmm. people become disciples. And, and part of the blessing of that is, you know, that, that you and I just, we, we have that rapport that, that yeah. we work with, with together. Mm-hmm. And there I am talking with my hands already. <laughs> uh, and that people bought into this vision and they helped us purchase the equipment yeah. we need. And of course, a big one that, that dare not be overlooked is that Jeff came on staff. Yes. Y'all, y'all can't see Jeff. He's sitting right over here mm-hmm. at control central. Yes. Uh, but that, all these things just lined up and God connected all the dots. And yeah. so this is an exciting day today. It's just really an exciting day. And so as you're listening today, I'm assuming that you are are listening to us probably uh, shortly after it has aired. This episode has aired, always airs on Friday morning at 7 a.m. Of course, you can listen to it on demand. But the really exciting thing is that this coming week on Tuesday, we will have a live video interactive podcast so you can see our faces. But then you'll also, if you prefer not to see see our faces <laughs> yeah. sorry you, you can't filter me out and watch stephanie oh, yeah, it's, it's all or nothing so but the great thing is that the audio version of the video will still air friday mornings at seven so you get the best of both worlds right and and so jeff help us out a little bit when when people want to if they want to watch it live and they're going to be able to send in comments how are they going to do that so after analyzing and much forethought uh, we decided the best avenue would be to go live on Facebook. So on our Facebook St. Andrew's page, uh, people can log into their Facebook during their lunch hour at the 1230 hour and kind of interact with us on Facebook. And then uh, on Saturday, what is that? Fridays. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Fridays right. at seven, we'll release the audio portion right. and the videotaped portion will be posted it on our YouTube page for those that are enjoying us on demand. Right, exactly. And the great thing is that when you are interacting with us live on Facebook, Jeff is going to be the one manning the questions. So if you're worried about how you sound, don't worry, Jeff is going to make you sound really good. You will sound a deep baritone (laughs) voice. (laughs) In writing, exactly. Well, I'm excited about um, all of the changes that we're doing and that are taking place, but I'm really excited about the way that you transitioned from from our Create series that launched our theme for the right. year. And then you transitioned it this past Sunday with 
really what we named, you know, day eight. Right. But really, it's the fall of creation and, and how that's going to connect to our Lenten sermon series. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. It's really amazing. I mean, the Create series, uh, going through each day of creation one week at a time, again, I just thought there's just not going to be enough there. You know, maybe, <laughs> right. maybe I have to put some, hey, on day two and day three and four, this is what happened. And, <laughs> right. and I didn't know, but it was amazing to me in preparation and and you mm-hmm. you know this as well as i do mm-hmm. one of the selfish things about preaching is what god is doing yes. in us and what god is showing us so as, as we get into that mm-hmm. process and every week it's like okay god how are we going to improve on that yeah. and so if it, it was improved trust me it, it's not oh. da it was just god saying here's what i want you to say here's what i want you to do yeah and so it's like, okay, day seven, creation's over. <laughs> what what are we going to do next? But yeah. an, an important part of knowing the story of how God has related to people is understanding it didn't stay God's perfect world. Right. And creation fell. And one of the things that I read a lot about, I don't know if you read this stuff too, but um, a lot of critics, and, and I don't mean necessarily negative critics, uh-huh. but, but people that look and watch and listen to preachers, one of the criticisms of preaching is that we don't talk about sin anymore. Right, it's true. And uh, it's, you know, I'm good, you're good, you know. Everything's good. Everything's right. good. And that's Which not, is not what true. Scripture teaches us. <laughs> right, yeah, It's exactly. not what Scripture teaches. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to preach that, and when I thought about that, it's like... <sighs> I can't, you don't leave it there. No. The story doesn't end there, right. and we know that. So what comes next? Mm-hmm. And, you know, where we will start going this Sunday is a whole idea of, you know, okay, God, what are what, we believe in God who has created and is, is creating. creating. So, God, right. what are you creating right now? And mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm drawn to Psalm 51 and David's mm-hmm. repentance, you know, creating me yeah. a clean heart. And yeah. just looking at it, it's just very exciting. I don't want to give it all I know, away, right? it's very exciting. Oh, it is exciting. But one of the things I loved that you talked about on Sunday was um, that we don't live in the world as God created right. it to be. And I felt like that was really uh, it, it's a it's a very simple phrase, but it's a powerful phrase because it made me think of a couple of things. So I've mentioned one of my favorite authors on the podcast before, which is Sandra Richter, uh-huh. who wrote Epic of Eden. And one of the things I remember her saying in Epic of Eden was uh, that so many times Christians will ask the question, and I'm sure you've gotten asked it as a pastor. I have too. They, they say, you know, if God is so good, then why do bad things happen? Right. And she would counteract that by saying, Honestly, after you read the story of the fall of creation, your question should not be, why do bad things happen? Yeah. It should be, why does anything good ever happen? <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the struggles I had is I remember in seminary when you're, you're studying creation, you're mm-hmm. studying the fall. One of the, the things they would say is when creation fell, all of creation fell. Yes. And, and you're you're trying to put that in perspective when all creation fell. Yeah. And so uh, with humans, mm-hmm. and, and we'll talk more about this. You know, eat the fruit, you're going to die. Yeah. Uh, animals. Yeah. How do how do animals fall? And and, right. and I just wonder. I don't know. Some people would speculate this, but Scripture really doesn't teach this. Right. Is some people would say, well, you know, there there were no uh, venomous snakes. Mm-hmm. There were no venomous spiders. Right. You know that 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 just didn't exist, mm-hmm. or there weren't any you know rogue grizzly bears mm-hmm. that were going to you know hurt people or right anything. well and you think about if you if you fast forward to the story of noah you think about the fact that it, it was after 
God destroyed the earth with a flood and then Noah and his family get off of the boat that then God gives them the command that it's okay to eat yeah. animals. Yeah. Like before that, we didn't we didn't have to kill animals to eat them. And so again, I feel like that's part of the fall well, as and, well. Well, you know, I heard a comedian say years ago and he said, you know, if you want to be a vegetarian, be a vegetarian, but that's not the kind of teeth God put in your mouth. You know, you know, we we call some of our teeth, you know, our canines yeah. because it can grip and rip and and tear. Right. Uh, but all of, you know, when I think of all of creation falling, okay? Um, hmm, you know, how did waterfall you know, how did sky fall? Oh, we yeah. see falling stars. I, right, you know, exactly. I, we just know exactly. that all of creation was affected, and that's why yeah. uh, God wants to make all things new. So when it, whenever we talk about oh, – wait, you yeah. said there were two things. Oh, oh yeah. yes, I would love – okay, so the other thing that I thought was really – profound that she says is she says um you know over time the lifespan of a human became less and less and less you know we read in the old testament about people living 900 years and things like that she talks a little bit about the fact that in our dna it took a while for death to work its way into our dna which Uh i think is interesting the other thing she said is that you know in in our dna is the idea of paradise because mm-hmm. we were created originally with that in mind. Right. And so it, it comes back in our minds of saying, this is not how it should be. Yeah. You know, like when um, you mentioned in some of our notes here, that crack babies, babies born, you know, right. under the influence of yeah, drugs. Mom, mom's a crack addict and yeah. she gets pregnant and this baby is child. born a crack addict. Yeah. That is obviously not how God intended it to be. I don't think so at all. But even in our hearts and our minds, we, we have this understanding of this is not how it's supposed to be because I believe that part of our DNA is still what God wanted. It, it is the idea that we were supposed to live not separated with him right. forever. And so just interesting thoughts to ponder. And I just really love how into this so people can now see when we're saying, if you can see us right now, I, I, lo- I love that. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that, you know, sometimes people that, you know, maybe they're struggling with faith, mm-hmm. whether they're a believer who's kind of struggling with, this is what I've always been taught. I'm not so sure I believe this yeah. anymore. Or if it's someone that you know maybe it's a friend of mm-hmm. a believer and they want to know why you believe and they just have the honest question you know um why does this exist yeah if if this is what god did why does this exist yeah. and and it's my pat answer I, mm-hmm. I completely own that but i think it's grounded we don't live in the world as god created yeah. it to be yeah. when god created the world and called everything good it was never god's intention that we would have all this disease and yeah. and all this pain those things i think are as yeah. a result of, of the fall the fall well and the other thing that i think a lot of people tend to connect that really isn't connected is that they think well if this is all so awful, if there's so much of in the world that shouldn't be here, then in their minds they connect that to saying, well, God must not be good. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing is, no, no, God is always good. He is eternally good. And sin is what entered into the picture by our own human choice that caused things to not be as God intended. Right. And, and one of the things I would say about the creation narrative, because maybe you have had, I have had people coming up and saying, okay, I read this. What mm-hmm. What's this about? You know, mm-hmm. the big one is let us 
create, you know, right, you right. Know, is God talking to angels? Right. Who is he talking about? Did he get about? his plural pronouns wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, you know, for me, I've just always been taught that's uh, really a reference to the Trinitarian nature right. of God. But it, it's it's a great question. But when they say, you know, are, are these the angels or who is it? Mm-hmm. I say, you know, when you read the creation story, it doesn't say anything about angels. Right, right. And now we, we believe in them. We see mm-hmm. them through Scripture, and we believe God's creator, so God would right. create them. There are some things that the creation story just does not answer for us. Right. So that's why we focus on what does this tell us about the nature and the character of God, mm-hmm. and especially when God creates human beings, what did God desire from that? Right. And and we just read about how there was intimacy. We, we skipped chapter 2 of Genesis, but mm-hmm. uh, there, in, in chapter 2, if you read it, and it, it, it gives us a different creation mm-hmm. narrative because right. now it's talking about the man and the woman right. and the deep sleep you know, and, and all right. those things. One of the things I always love is it says, you know, God looked at the man and there was no suitable helper for him. Yes, yes. And that's the one thing in creation that it says God looked at and said, that's not good. Right. You know, and, and I, I don't think the translation then is, or the interpretation is, it is bad. I think it's it's not good because it's not complete. There, that's so there's true. more I've got to do to well, complete and, and this. And God was smart. He knew that men needed a lot of help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a witness. (laughs) Well, one of your second points I thought was really great, too, about Adam and Eve and the type of death that they died because of the serpent really deceiving Eve when when she said, no, I can't eat of this, the fruit of this tree. God said, I will surely die. And then the serpent says, oh, you're not going to die. And then you talked about the difference between the physical death and the relational death. So talk about that. Yeah, well, uh, when we think of death, the first thing we think of is what I call the cessation of life. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my parents died. I don't mm-hmm. get to see them. I don't get to interact with them. They're no longer living in this mm-hmm. world or this realm, you know, yeah. whatever you yeah. want to call it. Um, and so when it says, like in uh, Joshua, you know, now Moses' servant was dead. That's what it means. Right, right. But there are other places in Scripture, and especially when Jesus is talking, he talks about the difference between life and death. And death at that place is not the end of life. Mm-hmm. It is a spiritual mm-hmm. state. But I like it. I like to use the word relational death mm-hmm. because you know, we, we've all had broken relationships. Right. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I assume we all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe somebody's got it people. all together, but right. it's not me. Right. Um, and when we preach good news, we talk about having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Jesus is alive and you can have a relationship with Jesus. I mean, it's obviously different than our relationship right. with each other, right. but we can have this relationship with someone who is alive, even mm-hmm. if we don't see them. Right. Um, yeah. And that's what was broken. You know, that's mm-hmm. what was broken. The, mm-hmm. the perfect relationship they had where now the man and the woman are afraid mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. they had no reason to fear God. They, they may no. not have really even known what fear was, right. but in this fallen state, it's like, Whoa, Whoa. yeah. I'm naked. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm ashamed. I have to cover it, up. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm guilty. Right. And, um, and that part, let me just stop there for okay. a minute. Cause I find that part such an interesting part of this story that, you know, I mean, a lot of times we just brush over it because we don't like to talk about people being naked, which is fine. But I do think in in terms of 
their relationship with God to be completely exposed is how he created us. Yes. Not just in a physical state, but a spiritual yes. state that we were supposed to be safe in that exposed place with and, God. And, and this is what happens to us when we, when the Holy Spirit is convicting mm-hmm. us of our sin. It's like, God, that's a part of my life. I don't want you right. to touch. Right. Don't go there, don't God. That's, that's yeah. too close. You know, mm-hmm. it's a whole idea of, you know, that people love darkness right. rather than light because our deeds are evil. And if I stand in the light, everybody's going to see me yeah. for how I am. That is not how God intended for it to be. No, not at all. And and so the fact that they felt the need to cover up, and then God says to them, who told you you were naked? Because yeah. to me, it's such a spiritual conversation, not a physical conversation. You know, who told you that you needed to be ashamed? Because right. that wasn't supposed to be part of this deal. And it, that, that entire thing just really interests me. And then later on in scripture, you read, it talked about God, you know, at first when they were ashamed, they, they covered themselves with fig leaves. Fig leaves, which I've always heard is like, why would it be fig leaves? Because fig leaves are like rough and coarse and they were probably in a hurry. Hey, fig leaves, (laughs) they're big. I don't, you know, (laughs) covers a lot of space here. I know, right? But I thought it was interesting too. Then God said, it says later in the scripture that God made clothes out of animal skin for them. And the fact that God made the clothes, like I could spend a whole day just thinking about the fact that here God is with his creation that betrayed him after giving them one commandment about what they can't do. Right. And then he's the one, like, I I just wish I could have sat with him while he was sewing the animal skin together. Like, let's just have a conversation. How do you feel about what you're doing right now? You know, it's just amazing that then he gave them the clothes to cover up so that they could hide their shame. Yeah, it's clear that while the relationship was broken, Mm -hmm. God did not stop loving. Right. You know, humanity stopped trusting Mm -hmm. because they believed something other than what God said. Yeah. Uh, But God continues to to care for us. You know, I I really kind of thought you were going to say, you know, I would have loved to have been there when God was... Making all the making clothes. Making the clothes? Yeah. What wear. kind of shoes did he make? <laughs> okay. And I was going to say, it's very clear. It doesn't say shoes. Right, no, it doesn't. But, but I, I'm guessing <laughs> they were some wonderful shoes. <laughs> I bet they were because some pretty good again, shoes. Because, again, now, now if the, the ground that we could run on that was soft and comfortable, yes. if it now's got stickers, I need some shoes. Right. And probably they were made of snakeskin. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Okay. You don't so even have to pay extra for that. Now you can see that. how crazy we really are. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, so the other thing I love that you that you bring up um, is the fact that God is renewing creation from its right. fallen state. So we've gone all the way through this idea of creation and God's creative ability. But then when it falls and it messes up, his creative ability does not stop. And right. he's renewing us. And, and so the, the other idea of death is it's not just cessation of life. Mm-hmm. It is um, the fallen state, the spiritual state that we are born in. And, you know, Scripture's talking about death. First Corinthians 15, I, I believe this is where it is. Mm-hmm. I should probably fact check myself. But <laughs> it's talking about the resurrection of Jesus and, and mm-hmm. how Jesus has done all this. And it says the last enemy to be defeated. It's like the last enemy enemy that God's going to defeat yeah. is death. Yeah. Oh. And and so part of what we experience in Jesus is when Jesus comes, he doesn't say, hang on, everybody, the kingdom is going to come and it's going to be great yeah. if you can just wait and don't eat the fruit and don't, right. you know, Jesus doesn't say that. He says the kingdom is here among you. So yes. this renewal that God is mm-hmm. doing starts 
as soon as the fall happens, yeah. you know, whether it's providing clothes or whatever it is, God appearing to Abraham, I'm going to bless you. Yes. God's intention is yes. that he is going to make things new. And of course, yeah. in the book of Revelation, that's what we read. I'm going to make a new heaven yeah. and a new earth. Oh, I just absolutely love that. I think it's so great. And so you you wrapped things up by talking about God offering us a choice. Mm-hmm. What was the choice? Choice between life and death. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when, um, when we read the story of Exodus and the children of Israel are wandering mm-hmm. in the desert, it, it specifically says it, you know, I set before you life and and death, mm-hmm. and, and the choice is ours. God offers us this covenant relationship where we receive life. And it, it's not the kind of life people right. want to think. And, you know, I don't ever want to bust the chops of other pastors, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think we would both be in agreement. Mm-hmm. Not all pastors are faithful in declaring no. what Scripture says. Right, exactly. And so, you know, the, the, the easy target, the low-hanging fruit, are pastors that say, you know, if you will just do this, God will bless you, and, mm. and you're going to be prosperous, and you can have mm-hmm. that brand-new BMW and, <laughs> right. and all those things. I've been following Jesus a long time. That's not my experience. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do understand that when we're faithful in stewardship, God blesses us. Right. But it doesn't mean it's going to be prosperity. Right. Or, um, you know, I, gosh, I actually heard someone say, this was a church I, of my teen and college mm-hmm. years, a, a church that never saw a fight it couldn't have. And, <laughs> and, and I specifically remember this argument going on against our pastor at the time. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, we don't care what the Bible says. This is how we do things. And it's like... What do you Whoa. mean you don't care what the Bible says? <laughs> so we, we understand that not everybody is going to preach yeah. good news. And part of the the wolf in sheep's clothing, if mm-hmm. you will, in this regard, is the person that says, because Jesus died for the sins of all people, mm-hmm. you don't have to do mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to church. You don't have to read your Bible. <laughs> you don't have to believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to believe in God because Jesus took care of it all. Mm-hmm. And and that's not how we interpret no. Scripture. We understand the necessity that God sets before us, yes. life and death, Yes. and we have to choose. Yeah. And and if, if somebody thinks, I'm not going to choose. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let the chips fall where they may. I'm oh, not wow. going to choose life. I'm not going to choose death. Oh, wow. They're choosing death. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, and but that's part of what I love, too, about our, our Methodist heritage is that while there is that moment where you choose life or death in terms of I'm going to choose to believe in Christ right. versus not, there's that moment. But then there's that the continual walking, the sanctification process, that every day I choose life. Yes. And that uh, yeah. that I continue to walk in life, meaning that in each moment I have the choice to embrace sin or turn away from sin so even though i've chosen christ as my savior god still wants me to turn away from sin and so in that moment by moment walking with god i turn away from sin and i choose life and that's what i love about the sanctification process because the more we do that uh the easier choosing life becomes and the greater the difference for us between life and death becomes because the more you choose life, the more you recognize when there's death yeah. around. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things, you know, again, when Jesus, the night before he's betrayed, we read John's gospel mm-hmm. and, and Jesus is like, it's important for me to go because then the advocate, the counselor, the, yeah. you know, the Holy mm-hmm. spirit, however different we'll translations yeah. say that is going to come. And here's what he's going to do. 
He's going to convict the world of sin. Mm-hmm. And we don't like that because <laughs> when we think of conviction, you know, when if you're watching a show on uh, in a courtroom drama, yeah. conviction means you're guilty. Right. Okay. So when God convicts us of our mm-hmm. sin, when God is the one telling us, hey, you're guilty mm-hmm. here. Because of who we see God revealed to be in creation and through Scripture, mm-hmm. isn't that the loving response of yes. God? And, you know, again, we don't have to beat each other up with that. Uh, it's not yeah. our job to convict. Right. It's our job to lovingly proclaim yes. the good news. And part of the good news is God loves us so much. Mm-hmm. He understands this world is not what he created it to be, and he's taking it in a direction uh, but he wants you to choose life. Yeah. He wants you to choose him because the whole idea of original sin is we no longer trust God. We reject God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we probably all know relational brokenness, but how much of us know rejection? Oh, right. Yeah. And, and yet, though humanity rejects God, yeah. God still says, no, 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 no. I created you. Yes. You're mine. Yeah. But I want you to choose me. I'm going yes. to provide for you. Yes. I'm going to take care of you. Uh, you may not be prosperous. Your life may not be pain-free. You may get sick. All these things right. are a result of the fall. Yeah. But if you follow me, there's no broken heart you have that I can't heal. That's right. There's no soul mm-hmm. separated from me that I can't reconcile. Yes. I mean, it's just oh, it's the so good. Preach it. Yes, preach it. Well, and I love this idea too that you say that you know conviction of the Holy Spirit really is the first step towards our salvation. Right. Until you know you need a Savior, you can't turn to the Savior, and and that's what I love about the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But anyway, what other closing? Well, thoughts? I was gonna say I I think that's just a segue to what we want people to know that listen to this podcast mm-hmm. is as you're living your life. Let's be honest, friends. Sometimes all of us have that moment of mm-hmm. hurt or pain or discouragement or maybe we don't trust yeah. you know that, that we too get deceived mm-hmm. by you know the serpent right um don't ever be deceived Mm-mm. god loves you mm-hmm. god accepts you but god loves you so much he wants something better for you and you've mm-hmm. got to choose life. I love how you said it's every day. There, mm-hmm. <laughs> some days you get up and you just don't feel it. I don't live by what I feel. I live right. by what I believe. Yes. And uh, so it, it's it's our hope if if you're being ministered to this, we we would always love to know this. We would love for you to uh, contact us to pray mm-hmm. with us or, or for us to pray with you. However that works. If you've got friends that you think would be helped by this, we encourage mm-hmm. you to share this with them. Uh, our vision as the people of God, is to be that loving, caring, overcoming community of faith that is centered in that relationship with Jesus Christ, that we are building that relational connection, seeking relational life over relational death. Mm -hmm. Of course, we have our uh, Sunday morning worship services. 815 is our traditional service with older hymns and creeds and responses. Uh, And if that's for you, then, you know, come to that service. But then our 930 and our 1050 are a more modern style of worship, not as much tradition in those. Mm-hmm. Um, you would get to experience what it's like to be a part of this community of faith, and you'll find out yeah, we're just as messed up as anybody <laughs> else, but we have found that God loves us and calls mm-hmm. us to follow him, and that gives us strength and joy and purpose in life. So we hope to hear from you soon. Thank you for tuning in. We look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can make this better. Yes. So God bless, friends. Hey friends, D.A. Bennett, St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church. I want you to know that we are discovering some real blessing and benefit of digital discipleship, but we also want to talk to you about subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, it's under the church's name, and you'll get some different uh, video devotions each day. So if you're looking for another venue, maybe it'll work for you. God bless you.